Welcome to Fearless Marketing for Life Coaches. I'm Simone Soul, and I'm here to teach you how to get your life coaching practice fully booked without having to pay for ads, buying Instagram followers, or complicated sales funnels. It's not rocket science, and you can do it too. Listen on to find out how. Hello, hello, my friends. This week, I would like to teach you a really cool concept. But first, I want to celebrate the graduation, so to speak, of my very first round of six months to fully booked mastermind students. So we got started in April and it's been six months. And might I say, it's been six insane months. (laughs) It has been so intense for all of us. And everyone is saying they don't even recognize who they are anymore. Like their brains are totally different. Their lives are different. The way they think is completely different. Like it's been several lifetimes (laughs) is what these past six months have felt like. And that's what happens when you cycle through so many stages of growth over and over and over again. And I'm going to talk about those cycles of growth, the stages of growth later in this podcast. But first, I really want to shout out the phenomenal results that my clients have had, that they have created, they have earned. We just did a final tally of all of the money, the revenue that my students have generated in the mastermind six months. And guess what? It's more than $450,000 dollars combined. These coaches have created almost half a million dollars, everyone together. That blows my mind. And just to give you perspective, from this mastermind group, when I launched and when I enrolled everybody, I got paid $100,000, which I was very happy about. (laughs) But you know what makes me even happier than getting paid $10,000 in a launch is when those students go on and make $450,000, actually a little bit more than that, right? I love this business model where my students are getting literally more than four times what they paid me. That is how every investment should work. That is the the standard to which I aspire. And I am I'm just so, so, so proud of them. That's it's it's just a mind boggling number, $450,000. Now, let me tell you about some of the amazing things that happened. My coaches raised prices, sometimes twice in the span of six months, and sold at every price point. You know, in Mastermind, I teach you exactly how and when to raise your prices so that you can be assured that you're going to keep selling um, and you're going to keep signing clients. And my clients did just that. Amazing. You know, had a coach move up an income bracket, <laughs> pay more taxes. Best reason to pay more taxes ever because you just earn way more money than before. We have coaches starting to out-earn their husbands for the first time in their lives. And we have had first ever 10K months, first ever 20K months. We have coaches quitting their day jobs (laughs) or who already did quit or are in the process of quitting. Oh my goodness, it's happening, you guys. Watch out, all the jobs out there. Like they're all just leaving to become fully booked coaches, you know? And we had one coach pay down $30,000 of debt. What? 
I just get teary-eyed thinking about that. $30,000 of debt. She's paid it off during the mastermind. Just signed the clients, made the money. Woo-hoo! We had coaches go from zero to fully booked. And we go, had coaches go from like these long-term dry spells, long-term ruts, and you know, are just now a month or two from being fully booked. It's amazing. I had students come in at so many different levels, you know, who had been coaching and, you know, charging thousands of dollars for a while. And and those who really had had no experience um, getting paid beyond, you know, $1,000, $2,000 mark. And and they're used to getting payments in in increments of hundreds of dollars. And they created their, um, you know, some of these coaches created their first, you know, multiple four figure packages and sold them again and again and again. They have just become different entrepreneurs. They have a different brain of that makes different decisions, that sees possibilities at a new level, that hits goals and it consistently in a way that they never knew that they could before. That is a magic of mastermind. Not to mention they're all like BFFs for life. And we just there's just so much love, so much mutual support. I just can't even stand what a outrageous success <laughs> this class is. So, so proud of them all. And I don't know, I just feel so lucky to be their coach. And round two of Mastermind is also ongoing. And I could say lots of the similar things about them. They are also phenomenal. And round three is becoming actually just next week. So, ah! six months to fully ma- I can't even say the name right. Six months to fully booked Mastermind best place ever to be to blow your mind with your business results, become a totally different person in the process, the kind of person that you always wished you could be, and help so many more clients. All right, now that I have bragged about my mastermind clients, I want to tell y'all about the painful cycles of growth that they all went through in order to create such extraordinary results. In, you know, having gone through a lot of growth myself and in having coached a bunch of clients through, you know, from zero to fully booked, I have seen, I have noticed that there are three stages of growth and each stage is very different. And if you don't know which stage you're in, you can spend a lot of time being in a lot of pain about trying to solve the wrong problems. I I taught this um, concept in the mastermind and everybody was like, oh my God, mind blown. Everything is different. And I am hoping that sharing this concept with you is going to help you to really contextualize where you are and to be able to make really good decisions to get to the next level. All right. So here are the three stages of growth, business growth or any growth actually. So the first stage I'm going to tell you what they are first, and I'm going to explain them. First stage is creation. The second stage is acclimation. And the third stage is what I'm calling acceleration. Now, the first stage, creation stage, is where you literally create a new goal, create a new way of being for the first time from scratch. So for example, if you are now a librarian and then you want to be a life coach and you get life coaching training, you get certification and you decide I'm a life coach and you announce it to the world, your identity just changed. You went from a librarian to you created the new identity of a life coach. That's creation. 
right? If you are just going from, okay, I'm just trained in life coaching to signing your first paying client. Now you are a paid professional officially, right? Life coach. That is an act of creation. You created that first paying client from nothing. If you have signed, you know, a couple of clients and you're up leveling to signing 10 clients, going from two to 10, even two to five, that's creation. You've never done it before. You're creating it from scratch, et cetera, et cetera, right? Obviously getting fully booked for the first time, anything you're doing for the first time, it's creation. You're creating it from scratch. The second stage is acclimation. Now, how many of you, (laughs) I'm just going to imagine that y'all are in front of me, have achieved a really big goal or created something that you really wanted for a long time, only to be surprised that you feel really, really terrible. (laughs) You know, so many of us think that hitting the goal is going to be the best thing ever, but then we realize that once we do hit the ambitious goal, it starts to feel really, really scary and anxious, and we just kind of have a meltdown a lot of the times. It's a real thing. You know, the pain of of acclimation, what happens in acclimation is that now that you've created the thing that you wanted to create, now that you achieved the goal, now you have to get used to somebody, get used to being somebody who has that as part of her reality. It's literally like you're climbing up a mountain and you go higher and higher and you literally have to get used to a new altitude, right? Like you're getting less oxygen, you're, I don't know the exact physiology, but I know that it's if you climb too fast without adequate preparation to acclimate to new altitudes, it can be actually literally dangerous for your body. So a lot of what happens in acclimation is that the challenge is to own your success, to own your what you have achieved, and be able to really integrate that as part of your identity. Like, not only did I sign five clients, that's not something random that happened to me. I created that. I own that accomplishment. That's the kind of person I am. I just signed five clients. I know how to do that, right? That's acclimation, getting used to the new level. It is a lot harder than it sounds. Now, the final stage is acceleration. Acceleration is when you are able to take what you created in the creation stage and now just double it, triple it, multiply it. For example, in the in the creation stage, you learn how to sign one client. Then acceleration is, oh, now that I know how to sign one client and I, I own that accomplishment, I own that process, I own that success, I know how to sign two clients. If you had a $5,000 a month for the first time, and you know how to do that, and you have it as part of your identity, oh yeah, I'm somebody who created that. Then you know, if you know how to do it in one month, you know how to do it in two weeks. So let me try, give myself the challenge of creating $5,000 in two weeks, right? Or I just had my first 10K month. All right, I know how to create $10,000. It used to take me four weeks. Now let me see if I can do it in, in two weeks, right? So it's this thing of accelerating is just multiplying on what you already know how to create because you already know how to do it. Now it's just like a strategic question of how to do it more and faster. So creation, acclimation, acceleration. 
Now, here's the big thing is that the part of growth that most people um, miss or they have very little awareness about is acclimation. Creation, everybody knows about creation and the pain of creation, right? Like when you're trying to sign a a paying client for the first time, when you're trying to become fully booked for the first time, when you try to have a, a, you know, 10K month for the first time, it's really that the struggle is very obvious, right? Like your brain is going to constantly be assaulting you with thoughts like, you don't have what it takes. You don't know how. That other person knows what's going on and you don't. And you look stupid. You should just stop. And this is never going to work. And all of these, like, it's never going to work. Like, you're doing it wrong. You don't know how. These are the classic symptoms of the creation phase because, like I said, you're creating something from nothing. What most people think is the only growth that matters is creation growth, and they push themselves to keep creating and creating and creating. So now that I created, I don't know, three clients in a month for the first time, I should be able to keep doing it. What if I can't keep doing it? Da, 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 da. And so, or they think that after creation, the next stage should be acceleration, right? Okay, so now that I created three clients in a month, okay, next month I'm going to do four, and the next month after that I'm going to do five. So in their mind, they just keep going to more creation and more and acceleration. Like how do I do more of the same or how do I multiply what I have been doing? Because it seems like that's what everybody else is doing. Because everybody loves to report on their creation growth And everybody loves to report on their acceleration growth. Like, oh, look, I created these clients. Oh, look, I doubled my income. Oh, I quadrupled my whatever. I got fully booked. Everybody's bragging, as they should, about their creation and acceleration. But guess what nobody is bragging about? Nobody's bragging about acclimation. Now, like I said before, acclimation is like, if you don't do it, you can't progress. Or think of those, you know, stories of lottery winners who, you know, went for, who were broke before and they suddenly win a whole bunch of money. And apparently the statistics indicate that in just a few years, they go back to where they used to be. They just like spend all the money or somehow the money is gone and they're back to being broke, even though they had this lifetime opportunity of coming into a whole fuck ton of money right? So guess what? They did the creation, right? They created the money somehow. And because they hadn't acclimated to a way of being where they owned that as something that actually created rather than, rather than something that actually just happened to them, they didn't do the acclimation. So they weren't able to hold on to the success. So think about that. Every time you skip the work of acclimation, you like lose the success that you already created. Just like when you go up a higher altitude and you don't give your body time and the resources, whatever it needs to adjust to being at the higher altitude. Imagine being in that place and trying to climb, like climb another mountain and go even higher. When you haven't adequately adjusted, your body will just give out. Like you won't be well. A lot of what happens when we hit a goal, when we achieve something is that we try to keep going higher and higher without fully having integrated the success into our concept of who we are, we haven't fully studied the process that it takes, that it took us in order to get here. A lot of our brain's common thoughts when we are in acclimation phase, 
you know, I talked about the brain's common thoughts in the creation phase here, the acclimation thoughts. It's like, this is a fluke. I have no idea how this happened. I have no idea how to do it again, or I'm not going to be able to do it again, or that was the high point and it's all going to come crashing down because I didn't really create that in the first place. You know, somebody points out your accomplishment and you feel like I'm an imposter. Like I didn't really do that. I just got lucky and I have no idea how to get lucky again. And all of this fear, you know, about what if it never happens again? What if I never had what it takes? What if, what if, what if? So all these like painful thoughts in acclimation is your previous identity clinging on for dear life because it doesn't want to die. You know, if you want to be a fully booked coach, you have to let go of the identity. You have to let go of the way of being where you are not fully booked, where you're just still struggling to get clients, where you still feel like the underdog, where you feel like you don't know what you're doing. And it's this clash between two identities of the, let's say, you know, being unsuccessful versus being successful. Even though you have literally created success, part of your brain wants to hold on to the identity of the one who is in struggle, the one who's trying to figure it out. And the other brain's like, no, we already figured it out. We literally just figured it out. And the other part's like, no, we didn't. I'm confused. What do we do, right? So the, the acclimation phase consists of so much of this, you know, battling of these two parts of ourselves, these two identities that are, I mean, listen, the new identity is going to win, but the old identity is going to fight for dear life. If by any chance you're listening to me be like, yeah, I don't have anything to be proud of. I don't have, I haven't achieved as much as I want. So I, I must still be in creation. There's nothing to acclimate to. If you're thinking that, that's a classic thought. <laughs> that's a classic acclimation thought. Like I have nothing to be proud of. I have nothing that I, you know, should celebrate. Like it's not good enough, right? Like, oh, those other people who have blah, blah, blah. Like they should be proud. Like they should do the acclimation. But me, no. Like I haven't achieved anything impressive. Like my friends, that is an acclimation lie. Everyone listening, you have acclimation work to do. If you're not proud, anybody who's listening, if you're not massively proud of where you are right now, if you aren't feeling successful right now, then you have acclimation work to do. Because good luck trying to create extraordinary results from a way of being where you're like, I'm not good enough. It's just a thought and you gotta, you gotta put in the work it takes work. It takes a little bit of pain to learn how to feel proud of yourself. Another thing I want to tell you is that you're not entitled to keep like creating and creating, creating, keep getting more and more and more results. People think that, oh, now that I've had a five-figure month, I'm just going to, I should be able to keep having five-figure months. And when it doesn't happen immediately again and again, they make it mean that something has gone wrong or it was a fluke, it's never gonna happen again, they never had what it takes in the first place, right? But just like, again, like the triathlon example, it's like just like you having hit a record, it doesn't mean, let's say you ran your fastest mile, I don't know, it doesn't mean that you're necessarily gonna go be able to do it again tomorrow. And if you can't do it again tomorrow, it doesn't mean that anything has gone wrong. 
it's like literally the process of like you really push yourself and then you rest and recover and integrate that into your identity and you learn how to like have that settle into your way of being and then you go for more. In order to really do the work of acclimation well, you have to intentionally put work into integrating your success into your identity and you have to put a lot of very intentional work into fully owning and studying your success so you know exactly how you created it. And not enough people spend time on this. I put in my practice a big emphasis on evaluation. Now, you know, a lot, it's easier to evaluate a lot of times if you are, if something is not working because your brain's like, wait, why is it not working? Let me figure it out. But if you have a big success, we don't get as rigorous in our evaluation of our successes. And I think that actually, even in failures, people don't evaluate nearly enough, but the quality of evaluation definitely falls when people are in the acclimation phase and they, they don't become rigorous scientists of their own success. Okay, here, let me just tell you exactly how to evaluate your success so that you do acclimation adjustment very well. Here's how. Look at the result that you created. Let's say you created four clients in a month and that was your big accomplishment and you're super proud of yourself, right? So the result is that you created four clients and here's how to rigorously study your success is that you list out every action that you took in order to create that result. Here's what acclimation brain will say. Acclimation brain will say, well, I don't know what I did. It's that clients just came out, they just reached out to me out of nowhere, or they just reached out to me randomly, and I didn't, I don't really feel like I had a part in, in accelerating that. But here's the thing. If you were just like on your couch, eating cookies, watching Netflix all day, every day, would people have randomly reached out to you asking if you could be their life coach? Of course not. You did things. You took action. You made decisions that led to somebody else realizing that you could help them and then asking you for help. And then you made decisions to make them an offer and to take their money and to have a conversation and to lead them to this and that. So think about Every action that you took, I don't care how small it is, right? Maybe even if it's just like created an Instagram post with an offer in it, right? List out all of the actions that contributed to the result. Now, you want to think about for literally make them a list and think about every action and ask yourself, what is the emotion that created this action? So let's say you made an offer on Instagram. That's one action that you took. And that's the one that this new client responded to. And you ask yourself, what was I feeling? What was the emotion that drove that action of me creating that post? Right? Maybe that emotion was, I'm just making this up, but maybe that emotion was connected. You felt connected to the person that you wanted to serve. And then you wrote from that space. And then you ask yourself, once you've identified the emotion, what was the thought that created that emotion? So for every action that you took, you know the feeling that created that action and you know the, the thought that created that emotion. Now, if you do this for every action you took, if you do this every time something works and you're like, hold on, how did that work? How did I work it? What actions did I take? What feelings? What thoughts? 
then you have a comprehensive documentation of exactly how you created every single success with your thoughts, with your emotions, with your actions. So that's the first part of the work of acclimation. Super important. Like literally scientifically studying how you create your success. Because doing this work is going to remind your brain that it didn't just happen. It's going to allow you to take ownership of what you created and not make it feel like a fluke. All right. And the other part of the work of acclimation is learning how to fucking celebrate yourself and celebrate your success. In my mastermind group, we have a wonderful tradition called the Brazilian success dance. (laughs) And it's called the Brazilian success dance as opposed to, I don't know, Bolivian success dance because it was first conceived of by one of my clients, Pam Arnold, who is Brazilian and wonderful and has like the best moves. And regardless of who's dancing, we just decided to call it a Brazilian success dance. And we do it every time we have a win, every time we sign a client, every time we hit a milestone, every time we're proud of ourselves for any reason, we celebrate by dancing. And oh yeah, you betcha, we film that shit, we post that shit, we share them with each other. There are like props involved sometimes, there are like bubble guns, there are puppies, sometimes there's babies, there's music, like We go all out and we wantonly celebrate just every part of the progress. And I tell them, you know, when I first introduce people to the Brazilian success dance, I say, it might seem just like a cutesy tradition, like, oh, it's just for for fun. We're just having fun. But really, it goes way, way, way beyond that. Because here's what happens when you dance at success is that When you're literally dancing joyfully, celebrating a success, the success goes from something vague and abstract and conceptual that lives in your brain to your muscle memory. Dancing is how you experience the joy of success in your nervous system. So the the reason that you might have achieved success, but you don't really feel like you own it is because it stayed in your head and didn't move down to your body. Your body has no memory of it. That's why you can keep achieving and achieving and achieving, but still feel just as anxious, just as stressed out as before, because a lot of the times your nervous system is running the show. Your muscle memory is, is running the show. And they're like, we don't remember feeling really good. We don't remember celebrating, right? For you know, for the most part, probably all they can remember is like feeling really stressed and hustling, (laughs) right? So we dance in order to give our body a memory of success, a somatic experience of success so that we can feel more normal in it, so that it becomes a part of our identity. So two parts to the work of acclimation, to rigorously study your own success so you can own it and celebrate it so that the new way of being becomes your identity. Now, so many coaches skip the work of acclimation and they don't know that they're supposed to be doing acclimation. So they're having all the painful acclimation thoughts like that was a fluke, it's never gonna happen again. And from that stage, they try to keep creating. From that stage, they try to keep accelerating and guess what happens? They can't. And they're having too much anxiety about like failing to process their own success that they get into so much mind drama. They lose 
whatever momentum they had, and then they start to create even less results than before. Now, this happens to so many people. This happened to me because I didn't know about acclimation. I thought I was supposed to keep creating, right? But it's like when you're working out, when you are an athlete, you can't just work out all of the time. You can't just tax your muscles all of the time. You know, one of our brilliant uh, masterminders, Vanessa Forster, who is a triathlete and a coach for other triathletes, told me that nowadays there's more attention being paid than ever to recovery and nutrition because people used to think that it was all about the training that gets you stronger and faster. But now researchers are discovering that actually what you do when you rest and recover and like how you nourish your body and mind in between the, the hard pushes in training are just as important as the hard training. So think about what that means for you, right? Like giving your muscles rest and recovery and nutrition, like that is acclimation. It's like giving the giving your, your new muscles like time to like, okay, there's like actual physiology that I'm mangling right now. <laughs> but it's like, you know, you that's when your muscles actually build. When you're acclim when you are in recovery, like if you're any kind of athlete, you know this, right? You can your muscles are sore and you have to let them um, build up again. And when you keep pushing at that stage, you're actually taking yourself, you're like not doing yourself a favor at all. It can actually backfire. After the first stages of creation and acclimation, if you have adequately done your work in acclimation, that is to say, if you have fully owned and, and celebrated your success, you know how to be proud of what you created instead of just dismissing it and thinking that's, that it's not good enough. And then you have to thinking that you have to do more, more, more. You know, one symptom that you, you've really done the work of acclimation is being able to be proud of what you created rather than thinking, I need to do more and more and more. So when you have fully done that, the game of acceleration, which is when you're just like doubling, multiplying your previous results, it's so much more likely to be successful. Because And when you skip acclimation, it's going to be really hard. Because when you know how to be proud of your results and when you own it, what's going to happen is that it becomes really easy for you to, to just figure out what to do next in order to take the work to the next level. Then it just becomes strategy. All right. So I am obviously a coach who knows how to sign clients because I've done it before. So let me just figure out how to do it more and faster. Okay. So what if I try this? What if I put this piece over here? And what if I put that piece over there? And what if I try this? It just becomes a really like calm game of just like putting different puzzle pieces together it's not this existential crisis it's not this giant drama fest how you know that you haven't done enough work in acclimating is when you are trying to accelerate even more and all of it just feels like a giant struggle so i shared all of this with my mastermind students i taught this and it has been a, like a giant aha moment for so many of them where they could see where they were trying to skip past acclimation. They could see where they were trying to, they, could, they were making it wrong that they weren't always just creating more and more and more because now they learn that that's not how it's supposed to be. Acclimation is really hard. 
create you think creation is hard like acclimation is even harder because it feels like there's so much more at stake because it feels like there's so much more to lose because you've created so much right like in creation it's like sure you really want that goal and it feels painful not to have it but at least you don't have much to lose like you've never done it before right but in acclimation it's like oh no like i created this thing that i've always wanted so badly but I still feel bad. It's all going to come crumbling down or it's not good enough. So, you know, there's all even like more angst added to it. So I hope to give you perspective into where you are in the process. Like think right now about in your business, if you might be in the creation phase or in the acclimation phase, or if you've successfully done both, if you might just be accelerating, feeling good about it. And it's not such a cut and dry thing. You might be going through um, more than one stage at the same time. So in certain areas of, of your business, you might be creating and other areas of your business, you might be acclimating, right? But the vast majority of the time, I think what causes the most problems is people not realizing that they're in acclimation and not doing the work for it. So listen, you guys, I gave you the exact steps to to do acclimation well. So that is the gospel that I'm out to spread today. Do the work to feel proud of yourself and everything else will will become so much easier. We love creation and we love acceleration. And when we learn to love acclimation just as much, we will have so much more of the other stuff too. All right, my friends. By the way, if you want to join the next round of Mastermind, we're getting started next year. Go to my website and um, sign up for the early notification list to be one of the first to apply. I can't wait to have you in that room. And I hope you have a great week and I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Hey, if you want a shot of fresh inspiration and actionable tips to improve your marketing every single week in your inbox, you better get on my email list. Sign up to receive my free ebook called 20 Unsolicited Copy Tips. It's been known to get people to come out of the woodwork and ask to work with you. So get on that link in the show notes and I'll see you in your inbox next time. Just call